What is going on, everyone? And welcome back into another episode of Expected Bets 4 presented by the Odds Breakers. On this week's episode, we'll be breaking down the slate for January 27th and offering our best bets. Before we start, I want to bring in the rest of the crew. Betsky, how are we doing out there in sunny Arizona? Oh, it's been great out here. It's been a chilly 50s, low 30s, but we're surviving. Fuck we off. got some, we got, got our sweatshirts on, maybe a beanie, but you get a little warm with the beanie on sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. My my thoughts and prayers go out to you this uh, <laughs> time in need, Betsky. <laughs> Franco, how are we doing? Doing great. Long work week this week, but I'm excited for some hockey and the big football game for the Eagles this weekend as yeah. well. So yeah. Are you ready. going? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, Oh man. Did you go them. last week? No, no. I figured, okay. figured this week. What the hell? Let's, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, my Buffalo Bills just shit the bed and just, uh, that was, I mean, I don't even want to talk. We won't get into it, but yeah. that was yeah, just, that was pitiful. Yeah. Amazing, man. Yeah. Well, good luck to you and the Eagles this week. Um, it's been a weird few days in the NHL. Uh, we'll start with this Columbus upsets Edmonton. Uh, mm. on the road on Wednesday, Edmonton was minus 400 on the money line. Then last night, Anaheim upsets Colorado in Colorado, and Colorado was minus 430 on the money line. And again, another minus 400 favorite. Calgary loses to Chicago 5-1. to one. Um, Seems like this weird stretch of games kind of occurs before the All-Star break, so I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that or wanted to start with that. Yeah, Um it's i mean i feel like almost all of january is very strange especially on a prop standpoint maybe not yeah. so much on game lines um but it, the closer you get to the all-star break the wonkier it gets for sure and part of me thinks that some of these teams are just due but you 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 know what's going on too is that the the stars are probably thinking about those five days off um they're probably tired at this point as you're over halfway through the season and uh you know they can get caught from behind and just not really paying attention to kind of the competition they're playing against or they kind of play down to them and we saw that pretty much all this week i yeah, i was actually too, watching we're all on the road like yes. all the road teams won too which is even weirder so uh, real quickly i was looking at live betting Anaheim last night when they went up one zero in the first. How and often was, you say that? Exactly. And it was still, I think it was only plus two. It was plus two ninety for them to win still. I should have taken it, but I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Typically I mean, you're looking at the other side, right? You're like, Oh, yes. is Colorado going to be a better price right now. And, and, they, they were like, minus, they look, they're still they're minus, minus something 300 ridiculous. or minus 390 or something. <laughs> so. It's crazy because like, it's not like Colorado, Calgary or Edmonton have been great this year. They're all kind of struggling. So mm-hmm. I, I really thought this week, I know, I know it's, it, there's the, what you said kind of where everybody's looking ahead to getting some rest and relaxation, but I was thinking of it the other way where it's like you empty the tank before the break to try to get these like last few wins in, especially against these inferior teams. I, I didn't back any of those teams, you know, money line or anything like that or mm-hmm. lines or anything, no. but I was still shocked to see those results. You know, I, I, I had a few props on, on players on those teams. I'm just like, seriously, one goal from Calgary last night. Are you yeah. kidding me? Again, against- yeah. McKinnon too, just didn't even show up. 
McKinnon had two shots in the first like five minutes of the game, and he he just disappeared for the rest of the game. I just, yeah, it's just unbelievable. I, I don't get it. Like the, these teams need to win. They need to start winning and stringing wins together, regardless well, Col- of a break or not. Like Colorado, yeah, Colorado has been. Was, Colorado was the most surprising to me, given how good they've been. Yeah. And then to be at home against a far inferior opponent, and then just to completely just kind of like lay down. I I that one still I I don't get, but um, yeah. That's it's well, been wild. To go off of the p- emptying the tank comment, though, it's interesting because they do do that closer to the holiday break where they get a couple days off. I mean, I felt like those last couple days before Christmas weekend, all the main guys were hitting, all the team, the good teams yep. were winning, and the, the All Star break is just flip flopped. It's it's really strange. I don't. I don't understand why it's consistently like this. I I've been having to look back at my picks from last year and, and how I was doing in January. And I, I, it was by far my worst month. And then after all-star break, it, everything kind of gets back to normal. So I don't know. Yeah. The it's, other it's, thing I was, I was going to comment too is Anaheim and Columbus are, they're not good. I'm not trying to make that argument, but they're a little bit due. And I feel like both teams are, clicking a little bit recently Zegris is finally kind of playing the way he played last year maybe even better and he's been stringing points almost every game um Columbus is healthier with Jenner back and some of those other guys like Nerchenko is really starting to come off um and yeah I wouldn't be surprised if if those two teams in particular start winning a little bit more near the end of the season of course maybe I'm just saying that as a Coyotes fan and hoping to get the last pick but I remember when we were a terrible team before too, it seemed like the end of the season, we would do really well. Yeah. Well, you figure it's all those guys, right? They're trying to fight the, the guys that are playing don't want to suck. They they're trying to fight for their spots. So next year they're on a team. So they're, they're not going to lay down as much as management wants them to. Yep. Yeah. Columbus had a point total of like 77 too. Remember when we went through our previews and (laughs) we all, we all all thought they, yeah, I think we all thought that they were going to kind of bounce back or have some sort of positive regression, but their decor is just absolutely atrocious. Yeah, without and, Randy, yeah, just killed and, them. And their offense hasn't been, like you said before, the injuries, and then, I mean, their goaltender situation too, Corpusalo and Merzlikens is just, I don't yep. even know what to do with those two. But Yeah, the interesting thing too with them is they don't really have pieces that they can sell. No. I mean, they're kind of coming out of a rebuild at this point. I mean, obviously they're not quite there, but that this isn't year trade. one. This isn't yeah. year two. This was kind of year three for them. Yeah, that good draw trade just makes less and less sense uh, yep. as the days go by for them. And you really just wonder, like, what what sold him specifically on Columbus and just, like, how they somehow marketed this team to him. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand it at all. Um. Other news, um, quickly, uh, Rick Tockett takes over Vancouver, mm. uh, wins his debut, and then loses. Um, they had a game <laughs> the, the day after, back-to-back. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. Um, I have God, many just thoughts a terrible on Rick Tockett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can get we can get to that next episode, I guess. If we Or uh, maybe, maybe when we talk about that game, we can yeah. do a little side note of, of – where I think this is going to go, but yeah. um, I got to, I got to experience a Rick Tockett coach team for 
several years and I have lots of thoughts. Mm. <laughs> so you want to kick it off and go into the slate? Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Um, all right, let me pull up everything here. I guess we can start with uh, Detroit and New York here. So New York um, is the home favorite here, minus 190, 180 on the money line here. The over opened at six and is now shifted to five and a half here. New York, uh, or Detroit actually, won their previous matchup on November 5th, uh, 3 nothing. And when you talk about a team in a free fall, you look at the New York Islanders here, one mm-hmm. in 10 in their last 11. Mm-hmm. And Detroit, on the other hand, is kind of, gotten healthier and they're in a little upward swing here winning the last three or four still a few points out of a playoff spot but um definitely a team to watch kind of coming down the stretch for the back half of the season i don't know if you guys have any plays here or player props that you're supposed to want to look at i mean this one's ugly to me yeah Um, islanders really haven't been scoring at all it's so it's like really hard to feel good about them you you would think you would kind of fade detroit on the back-to-back but I, I can't. Yeah, I. This is a game. The Islanders shouldn't be this heavy of a favorite, and they opened at minus one sixty five, and so it shifted to minus one ninety now, which I guess is kind of indicating something. But this, as I wouldn't touch this game. There's no way I'd lay that number on the Islanders tonight. No. No. Um. Unfortunately, you can't even trust the Islanders team total here. They're just not scoring. Their power play has been disastrous at this point. Um, Detroit was a great team to kind of go with the team total for whoever they were playing because they had been letting in a lot of goals, but they're tightening up a little bit. It's, I mean, if anything, I think maybe that money line. Yeah. For Detroit. I mean, there's value there, but yeah, yeah. it's just, I don't like it. No, it's definitely not on my card tonight. This is a game where I'm not going to watch and I'm definitely not going to bet on um, tonight out of all the slate. Yeah, the, I don't trust the under. I don't trust the over. Um, no. I, I don't know who I would take in props either. I think the one that really stood out for me the most is um, the cider point. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have any props circled here. But um, he's, he's been picking up the pace a little bit. I was on him two nights ago or something and of course he missed and then had three points last game uh last night and he's kind of returning to form i mean a pl- point for him is plus 130 and i think he's hit six in his last 10 yeah and he's three of four against the islanders the last two years so yep. it looks good it's just it's just hard to trust him i i know like Sor- sorokin's been pretty good this year too so yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like I'm expecting four goals out of Detroit tonight, but no, yeah, this exactly. could be a two-one so, game or yeah, yep. yeah. Do you want the defenseman to be one of those guys that's contributing? <laughs> yeah, you're you're hoping yeah. as it's, as it's one nothing going into the third. Like, come on, please. <laughs> yeah. But but would you be surprised if Detroit goes up three zero after the first either? I could see that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be like a two-one win by the Islanders, or it's going to be a five to two win by Detroit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Either way, it's a pass. <laughs> yeah, totally. exactly. Big pass on this one. All right, we'll move on to the next game here. We got uh, the Kings traveling to Florida. Florida's the home favorite here, minus 140 on the money line. The over-under is at six and a half, heavily juiced the over. Um, let's start with this. Alex Leone has been confirmed in net for the Islanders tonight, who is atrocious. In his mm-hmm. last three starts, he's allowed seven, five, and three. Um and I, I mean, this game screams kind of over, but 
my play here. Uh, I like the Kings here. They are on a road trip. They've won their first two games so far on the road. Inferior opponents, Chicago, Philly, but um, I do like the Kings here tonight, especially at plus money. They've been decent on the road, 13-8-4. Um, Florida is good at home, but I don't know. I think I think that there's some value on the Kings here. And they've also won four of the last matchups against Florida. So I don't know if you get so many plays here. Yeah, it's crazy how good Florida was playing just like two weeks ago or last week even. And it seemed like Bobrovsky was actually starting to win them games and not give up four goals a game. Yeah. Um, And then a, he goes down, right? He's currently yeah. injured. Is he week to week? He or are they is. just... Let me pull it up here. So Bobrovsky is questionable uh, for today with lower body. Okay, yeah, he's, so he's out, he's, but but he's Knight's out, back. I don't understand why Knight is not getting any starts right now. Like, what's, oh, got, what's going on there? He did. I thought he did start last game, and they no, lost he six was seven. No, he was supposed to start against uh, Pittsburgh last game, and then it was a surprise that Lions started on a back to back, and that was the man. game he got shelled seven goals against. Yeah, and now he starts again tonight. Like, what what's going on here? Is this is this like a a mental thing with him where they they're trying to? hold him back or is it because the all-star breaks come and they want to give him extra rest coming off the injury i it's it just no seems really weird that he was slated to start that game and also it was like never mind we're gonna throw this guy out here to the wolves <laughs> could, they, could they potentially be trying to trade him maybe not wanting Ooh, him to get could you imagine wow if they decide to keep bob and trade him wow i think they have to keep bob with that salary no one's gonna touch him yeah, yeah. and they but they i mean they're between him and Knight, they're gotta be playing paying about twelve mil on goaltenders. I'll pull up cap. I think it's over because Bob's close to what? Yeah, that's. Crazy. I wonder. I wonder if the, when they signed Knight, they were hoping that they could find a deal for Bob, and then nothing happened, and now they're stuck with two goaltenders. And I, I'm sure somebody would be interested in Knight, so maybe they're holding him out so he doesn't get injured or have too many crappy games. And they're yes. just gonna try and trade him over the over the break or something, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Knight's Knight's contract kicks in next year. It's four point five million a year for three more seasons. Bob's at ten. There's no way this team is going to pay fourteen point five million a year for goaltenders for two subpar goaltenders. Yeah. yeah. Can't. That's yeah. No, I think I think you're onto something there. I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. Chick run for night. <laughs> we need a goaltender of the future. Yeah. No, nah, you got yeah, Vamelka, man. He he's like Yeah, but then we could move him to the Kings for a first. <laughs> so I'm uh, on it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, regardless, <laughs> this is crazy, man. I, I don't I don't know what's going on there. Maybe he's just yeah. got that a lingering issue. Who knows? Maybe, but. maybe. But Do yeah, you guys I have think, any uh, I think, plays here? I think clearly we both like the over, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. the over is probably the best look here. Um, yep. I, what is I the Kings team total at? I had the King, I had the Kings in the over here circled. Um, player prop two I want to bring your attention to is I had Adrian Kempe circled. Um, hitting his last three of five, averaging 3.2 on the road. He's hit in his last three of five, but uh, the intriguing part is his matchup versus Florida. I believe he's hit in his last two of three. And Florida gives up the 10th most shots on goal to right-wingers. So that's definitely a potential player prop here. I don't know the odds on that, um, but he was one that I kind of had penciled in for this that's matchup a nice look. Tonight. Yeah, he's averaging, 30. 
Yeah, so you're on one thirty. It's not bad. Yeah, no, that's not bad. So I may I may be playing him tonight. Um, but shots on goal have been very very weird lately. They've kind of gotten back mm-hmm. to that groove where everyone was off them, then everyone hopped back on, and now it's kind of in between of what's everyone doing here, especially uh, closer to the break. But um, Verhage shots looks really good again. His attempts are insane. Uh, the last five games, he's had four games of seven attempts and one with 11. So that's an average of 6.6 attempts over his last 10, 7.8 over his last five. I don't believe he is he on a line with Barkov right now. Is it him, Barkov, and Reinhardt, or is he out the line with Tachuk? Let me double check. Let me double check that. But yeah, I think it was um, for Higgy Bennett Kachuk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know Kings are a little bit tighter against shots, but I mean the volume's just insane. Also. Verhage in the uh, previous matchup this year versus the Kings, he had five shot and goals on yeah. eight attempts. So, and he also had two goals. So, yep, hit yeah, seven out of his last look. ten, and I think yep. that was around minus one thirty two. So, or yeah, thirty three. But it I like that a lot. Better on Caesars. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, that, I, that, I like that looks him. good. I like that. Uh, okay. Anything Caesars, else? Here? You can get him. Caesars, you can get him for minus one twenty five. Um. I think yeah. that's all. That's all for me. I, I like yeah. I like Verhage though, and I like the over yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, one. Sorry, one oh, more. Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> King's team total for three point five is plus one twenty. Yep. That's so, not a bad. That's not a bad look. I mean, th- this guy's not. This guy's not been good. So no. If, if the Pens can score seven against you, <laughs> he this lines did the classic. Um, goalie who hasn't played in a while and comes out the gates pretty good and then just crumbles. Unlike the LA Kings goaltender Copley, which we thought, I remember you and I and Franco were talking about it when he was first getting games. We were like, oh yeah, slam, slam who's ever playing against the Kings total because yeah, he kept winning. He He just kept winning, (laughs) but he's he's kind of fallen down to earth a little bit, but um. Lines so the, is the more the classic example of this guy was bad before he had two good games and now he's really bit really bad. <laughs> yeah, so the Kings are averaging 3.1 goals four in their last 10. Um, but yeah, and then all the signs point to the over here, uh, looking at kind of the trends here recently. Over is five and oh in the Panthers last five. And for the Kings, the over is five and oh in the last five games following the win. So I think the over is definitely on the card here. If you can grab it at six and a half, great at seven. I don't know if I touch that. Yeah. But okay, let's move on to Ottawa at Toronto here. Toronto opened up at minus 240 and a sense dropped to minus 205. Over under stayed consistent here at six and a half. I don't really have much here. Um, Toronto's been hot. They've won the last four or five, and they've also won the last four matchups against Ottawa. So. I don't really have anything here. I have a few player props, but I didn't know if you guys had any plays on the cider total. And I, I'm, I'm leaning that under. I mean, Matthews isn't in. Um, Ottawa, I feel like they play tighter on the road as far as the, the amount of goals they let in, but I know they're a little bit more loosey-goosey with shots. Um, I mean, that... The Ottawa money line is tempting, but I don't think I can do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, you kind of lost the value too with the Matthews news. I'm, I'm sure you said mm-hmm. dropped like significantly, so it kind of hurts. Also, Forsberg being in that, like I know Talbot's out, yeah. so like they don't really have an option, but it's not really something that's tempting me to be honest. Yeah, um, player prop, it's a little heavily juiced, but um, mm-hmm. so Nylander is now in a line with Yarncrock and Holmberg, so I'm assuming he's going to be kind of the primary shooter on their second line. He's hitting four of his last five overall, averaging 4.2. And then at home, he's also gone over in four of his last five. Um, so he's definitely someone that I like uh, in this matchup. It's a little heavily, I think it's minus 175, but I don't know if you can shop around and find a better price on him. So that was kind of the one player prop I had targeted here. I think I like Tavares' shots a little bit more. I'm a little bit worried about Nylander getting to the puck enough. Uh on that line he's on, but Ottawa takes a good amount of penalties. So there's a chance that he could be the main guy on the power play. Um, so I definitely, I, I definitely like Nylander too. I really like Tavares as the guy who kind of picks up the slack where Matthews is out. He had eight shots on goals his past two games in 13 and 11 attempts. Um, I think he's going to be kind of the guy that's going to hopefully step up here. Another one I saw being floated around. I haven't jumped on it yet is bunting does really well with Matthews when Matthews is out as far as those shots. Yeah. Two and a half is plus plus one twenty on DraftKings right now for bunting. Yeah. So lots of value there. Um, decent target against Ottawa. Um, worries me a little bit still though, but yeah, yeah he's, he's either like goes way over early. You'll, you'll know like right away if you're going to win the bunting one, because he usually mm-hmm. gets one or two in the first period and you're like, feeling really good about it but he yeah, is scary he, for sure he just hasn't been consistent i guess he has a good history versus ottawa he's hit three in his last four five yeah, he, sorry yeah three out of five and he had a six and an eight so that's pretty nice yeah. looking but yeah it's it's scary to to look at that for sure i know and then i mean even his point looks pretty good too though and there's I, that may even be the more the way to lean but that's that's probably the way to go with with guy with those guys playing with them is you, you think that they should have pretty good opportunities to score one, whether it's mm-hmm. whether it's him scoring one off of their their skills or him getting a touch on a nice shot from one of them. So one other yeah. one. I, I rode this last Ottawa game. Uh is the Greed goal. He's that rookie. This will be his second game. He had eight shots in his debut. Um, this is a little bit tougher of a opponent but Ridley Greed is plus 525 I think I got for plus 540 earlier today so I threw some threw some change at it yeah I'm sprinkling sprinkling that as well man he he was for a point oh this is for a goal they won't they won't give you point point just a goal Uh, they they only give you goal props they'll give you a power play points which I was looking at the last game it was like plus 710 I didn't pull the trigger and he got one I was so pissed (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I mean I mean he's He's was very noticeable in that game, to be honest. Uh, yeah, he's gonna get. He's on the line with. Time. He's on line with Debrinkad and Giroux. Yeah, I mean, and Giroux has like a great history against Toronto. Surprisingly, like if you look really? at his, yeah, like his points, he has. Um, he hit three of five, but he has a total of seven points in five games against them. So his um, points minus one twenty two. Yeah, I mean, so that doesn't look too bad. If if you think that. Ottawa can score a few goals, especially if we're talking about like maybe looking at their money line or something, you know, with Matthews out, 
it could be that line. So, yeah, and maybe they have an edge on Murray. Yeah, I mean, Drew. I, I wish you could look up like player versus goalie stats. Like, I don't know if there's any way to do that because Drew has to have a pretty nice history against Murray with him being a Penguin and Drew yeah. being a Flyer. Like, they they should have plenty of like former matchups against each other. But I don't know how, how to look that up. Yeah, you wonder if Stat Muse has that. I really like his point. I I mean, when's the yeah. last time you'll get a Drew point for minus one twenty two? Yeah, I mean, I I looked at that earlier today and it popped, so I I might I might pull a trigger on him. I'm I'm absolutely pulling the trigger on that. The the one that really irritates me with the Matthews news is Tavar Tavar's assist was plus one of six, and he's like seven of ten. He's four of five against Ottawa in the last two years or in the last year, you know. So it looks really good, but I just don't know if he's going to be assisting on the line that he's on. I mean, maybe it comes on the power play, but yeah. Yeah, I, I really want. I really wanted to pull the trigger on that earlier today, and then when I saw the Matthews news, I backed away. So, yep. No, Drew okay. just went to minus one twenty four. Jesus. <laughs> um, any plays here? Uh, kind of a weird matchup here: the Sharks versus the Hurricanes. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any player props that you're looking to target here. I'm assuming kind of the side of totals off the board, but I wanted to hear your thoughts on this before we uh, skip over it. If we need, I kind of, I kind of like this one to be honest. Really? So, okay. Yeah. So right. um, there, there's some good uh, historicals here. Um, so, um, Sebastian Ajo. Yeah. Is he? he uh, well, I guess he he only has two two points in three games against them in, in the last three years, but he's been red hot recently. He has four goals in his last three games. Yeah. So I mean. I don't mind fading San Jose and their terrible slew of goalies that they have. So I, I might look, to, especially with Reimer in that, like I, I might look to Ajo to keep scoring here. And you're probably yes. getting a pretty decent price on him. Even his shots on goal too, hit in the last four or five um, overall. And then at home, he's hitting his last three here in terms of matchups. Uh, I'm looking now, he's hit, he hit earlier uh, this year, I believe too. And San Jose gives up the, what is it? The, 11th most shots on goal to uh, centers. So that's another look. Yeah, if you're on the Ajo bandwagon. Yep. The other one I like a lot is Teravine assists. He's up on the line with Ajo now with uh, Pacioretty being gone. Um, he's looking similar as well. Like his last three games, he has two assists and one goal. And um, against San Jose, two games, two assists last year. So um, he's plus 125 for an assist. So it's, it's almost like a correlated play. Like, if you don't want to go with the goal score prop because it's more risky, you can go with an assist prop with him, and you might get a goal off a defenseman or or the um, you know another another winger on the power play or something like that from somebody that he gets an assist on. So I like that look as well. Yeah, Betsky, did you have anything here? Yeah, it's tough because I mean, there's lots of good parlay pieces in here actually. So that's kind of the angle I leaned. I, I did a parlay piece with uh, burn shots, and then. Yeah, I like Tara Vinian, uh point is around minus 144 or so. So top line with Ajo. He's historically a little bit better at home. Hit seven of his last 10. San Jose takes or gives up like what the third or fourth most goals against. Um, so I think that's a nifty little parlay point piece if if you want to have something that probably has really great odds to hit, but isn't minus 180 to minus 220. Yeah. What um... about 
Go ahead. Uh, do, do, was the team total mentioned? No, but I could see that. Right, I think Reimer's given up like four more goals in a bunch of games in a row. I need to look it up, but he's been terrible. It's so. So Reimer. Yeah, so it's, Reimer's allowed three, four, three, and three in his last four starts. It's negative one forty-five for three and a half, though. Holy hell! Jeez. So that's so that's where I mean I've been doing this a lot recently, where I've just been watching games and just wait, wait like ten minutes or seven minutes even into the game, and yep. you can probably get like a. You can probably get a three and a half of plus money or wait a little longer. And you might get it down to three on like a, you know, I know MGM and a couple other sites let you do a three at a, like a, at a plus number as well, instead of having to wait till two and a half drops at other books. No, I love that as a, as a one to jump on live. Okay. All right. Let's move on to Vegas at New York here. Um, Previous matchup was on December 7th. The Rangers won 5-1 to one versus Vegas. And speak, they've just been kind of horrendous lately, losing six of the last eight here. New York opened at minus 156 and is now minus 160 here. So you guys hopping on New York here, or are you looking to jump on Vegas? I This is one of those games where I am... I don't know which way it's going. I just feel like there's a good chance we're going to see a good amount of goals, though. I actually kind of like that over quite a bit. Aiden Hill's in that. Um, his goals against save percentage is pretty bad on the road. But the weird thing is it's I think he's 5-0-0-1 on the road. So he, he gives up goals, but he wins. Rangers, man, they've been – they have definitely – are not the team that we saw last year and they are just up and down all season. I feel as soon as I catch on that, they're, they're putting up goals, they're winning games. They're playing more like what we saw last year. As soon as I start catching onto that trend, I feel like they, they slide right back to kind of what we saw earlier in the season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, man. Honestly. Go ahead. ahead. Uh, I actually kind of like the under here. Vegas has scored what two one, then they had the outlier of six versus Washington, two zero. And New York's been pretty decent, uh, especially at home here. So I may be on the opposite side of you tonight, Betsky, with that okay. one. I kind of like the under here. Um New York gives up less than three goals on the road or at home, and Vegas just isn't scoring. That's especially if that... Shisterkin confirms now. That's... No, it's Halak. I was going to say that. Uh, that's that's yep. kind of Cancel horrifying. That. Cancel that. <laughs> yep. That's the game off. Yep. Um, <laughs> the, the other big thing, too, for Vegas is I think Shea Theodore is coming back this game. And I know he's not like an absolute stud or anything like that. But, I mean, he's a guy that makes that offense go. He's an elite puck moving defenseman. So, yeah. having him Actually, back, at, even at you know 75% or whatever the hell he's going to be at, is going to be better than nothing. So. Yeah, actually, I'm jumping back on the under. In Holak's yeah. last two starts, he's only allowed one goal in each of those games. So he's been very good lately. I'd seen that. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I can't, man. <laughs> I know. I don't think I, I, I can, can either. I can see your angle. I mean, Eichel's been pretty bad recently, and they just haven't been going like the team that we saw a couple weeks ago that was just steamrolling everybody. Yeah. I think put, Stone yeah, being out is ahead. really hurting them. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. I, 
I, I remember at the beginning of the season, I, I was a little high on Vegas and Chad's just the disrespect he has for Mark Because, <laughs> man, that guy was elite for years. And it, what a great team for him to be on. He like just fits that mold of what Vegas is trying to do, too. Yeah. But Chandler Stevenson's been really off lately after the phenomenal start of the season. It's it's one of those things though, is I mean, does it just click tonight and, and they all kind of gel and, and they start popping off, or is it gonna be something where this happens after all star break or Maybe they even just kind of fizzle out. It's really hard to say with them right now. Yeah. Uh, player props here. Obviously, you look at Savannah Jed here um, tonight in terms of shots on goal. As he had in his last three of five, but at home, he's uh, obviously much better. Hitting his last four. And then even in the matchup, he's hitting his last two or three versus Vegas. So I don't know if you guys have any other looks here in terms of player props. I, I don't know if I can even trust... Zabanajan right now. Oh, his line's 2.5. Huh, yeah. I feel like they really got stuffed by Toronto, too. So I have a feeling Rangers are going to come out hard. Yeah. Um, this is a guy that burns me every time, but March is so point looks pretty decent. Um, he has points that. in three in a row. He's got three points in his last three against the Rangers. He's two, two out of three, though, but... With Halak in that, I don't I don't mind backing somebody like that at minus one eighteen is pretty good for March. So you usually don't see that number. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry, I didn't realize Van Jan's seven of his last ten at home. What's this line at? Uh pull it up right here. Uh yeah, minus one sixty on DraftKings. So that's off. Okay. So the um, piece. Yeah. Another guy too, oddly enough, Jacob Truba just loves playing against the Golden Knights. He's gone over in each of his three previous matchups. Um, and he's hit in three of his last five overall. And then at home, he's hit in his last four. And he's plus money for his shots on goal prop tonight. Yeah, um, those numbers look good, but yep. it's, it's hard, man. Uh, it is Jacob cross. Truba. Yep. Yeah. So. Just wanted to bring that to your attention for anyone out there looking for some pieces. But um, all right. Anything else here? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, New Jersey and Dallas here. That's another should be a good one here. Uh, Dallas opened minus 143 in the money line and has since shifted to minus 162. Uh, any notes here? Yeah, the previous matchup, Dallas won four to one earlier this season. New Jersey's won seven of the last ten, and Dallas has lost their last two, but both of those were in. OT historically Dallas has bested the has the devil's number they've won the last five of the six matchups against uh the devils here I do like Dallas tonight this number is a little high but I think I am willing to lay it um here versus Dallas I think this is a get right game I think they play up to their competition here and they win this one at home I don't know if you guys have any plays here Jersey's this one been... go okay. for it Franco <laughs> Um, I was gonna say I kind of like the under here. Um, as long as as long as it is gonna be Ottinger and Vanacek. Ottinger has been confirmed. Yeah, I I just feel like this seems like a game where we kind of get these two teams trying to be a little cagey with each other. Um, it's more of like a gut feeling than anything. I'm looking at the like past matchups, and I can't take too much off of it, but. One to four, three to one, and one to five. Yeah, I don't think you can even. Games. 
Well, they're all from twenty. They're all from twenty twenty two, so they're not yeah. like you know super old. Uh, okay, yeah, but what, I mean, well, the one was Jersey this year, was December thirteenth. Team last year, that's yeah. the only game. December thirteenth was this year, but that was the only one. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, Jersey's defense was pretty, and, and goaltending was pretty atrocious last year. So considering that those games went under, I mean, I don't know. Kind of interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely like that angle. Any uh, anything for you here, Betsky? And I, I, this is this is probably the game I've spent the least amount of time really jumping in because I really don't have a good feel for it because Jersey has been able to pop off uh, at will. Yeah, of course he's it's against Dallas. Um, I know they've been giving up more shots, but I, I don't know if I can trust Jason Robertson tonight, even though he's at plus money again, which is a beautiful sight. Don't know if I can trust. Pelvelski or Hints tonight, both are at plus money as well. So it's just kind of tough on a shot standpoint. I think the books finally caught on to Jamie Ben. Um, because that was that's been just a cash cow for me. Cause uh, what his point he's had like a nine-game point streak and has been around even money the entire most of the time for it. So I I don't know. This may I'm really excited to watch this game. I don't know if I'm gonna be yep. placing any bets on it. No. Yeah, looking at the shots allowed versus position here, nothing jumps out, and it's all kind of in the uh, towards the lower half of allowed. So, yeah, no player yeah. props for me. There's there's tons of good value. You just have to take the plunge and kind of not worry about the trends. Yeah. Uh, one point point prop I played last night, and of course I missed, uh, was Palat point plus one twelve, and he's on a line with Heisher. It may not be the right game for it again, but I think he has like seven of his last ten on top of it. No, he hit uh, against Nashville. Okay, then I point. took him. Then I took him two nights ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, whichever one he did like, hit. Yeah. Like you, yeah, like like you said. I mean, it's it, he's been pretty good since he's been back. The the numbers look, mm-hmm. look decent. So that might. It like you said, it's one of those things where you're getting value. I mean, you're getting Haskin at minus one thirty five for a point. You, you don't see these numbers usually for these types of guys. So if if there's a guy you like, like, screw it. Take a plunge and, and see what happens. You know, it's, it's not the worst thing you can do. No. Uh, all right, moving on to Calgary at Seattle here. Seattle. Oh, wait. Mine. Oh, I did ahead. take Palat last night, and it did hit. <laughs> oh, love that. See, there you go. Beautiful. You, it's, you like, go. it's like finding yeah. money. You just yeah. find money on the ground. <laughs> uh Calgary at Seattle here. Um, Calgary's won the last five of six versus Seattle, but they're coming off a awful loss against Chicago last night. Seattle, on the other hand, has won seven of the last ten here. I'm not touching this game. Um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, but this is a game. This is probably a game I like the least tonight. Well, hmm. I I like this game a decent amount actually. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, um, Let's hear it. Yeah, I I wish I wish it was I wish it was uh, Markstrom in that for Calgary because he's just been terrible. But this was like I I should have known better. This was like a prime look ahead spot by Calgary last night, right? They they started yeah. Markstrom, who now is the the backup goalie at this point. Like clearly, if they start him and save Ladar for tonight against Seattle. So I kind of find that interesting. So I think we're getting a decent effort out of Calgary. I don't know if that means they win. Um, I, I do think Seattle is good. 
um, contrary to what most people think. But um, a couple of guys that pop for me is um, du- Dubé Point is plus 130, I believe. Um, and he's got – he's been pretty good um, playing on the top line with, with Lindholm and Toffoli. So I like that a lot. Um, it looks like – I got to confirm this, but I believe Donato is going to be on the top line for them with Beniers being out. I don't know if you guys saw that Beniers is out. Hmm. Um, okay. They're, I'm assuming they're going to keep him out through the break. But um, in his last – what is it? His last four games, last three games, Donato has four goals and assist. I Like, I wish we can get a point prop for him. But, um, I mean, four goals, and you're getting him at uh, plus 350. So – yeah, he's paired up with Burakovsky, not really on the top line tonight. Yeah, so I, I mean, just just for the fact that you're getting him on the top line and he's been hot recently, I, I mean, like, it's stupid that you're getting him at plus three fifty. Yeah, ridiculous. So yeah, um, and then the other one was Hannafin assists. I believe looks really good against Calgary. His his historicals against them, he has um, in six games he has a, an assist in four of them including a game where he had four assists. So um, you're getting a really nice number there. You could even go point if you want to, which is pretty good as well. You're getting like a nice plus number at that as well. So Did you say Hannafin shots? No, or assists. Point? Assists okay, or yeah. point. I mean, it, it just depends on how balls you want to get. I mean, point is like plus 140, and assist is at like plus 230. Well, he's so. hitting historically versus Seattle. He's hitting his shots on goal prop in each of his six matchups against Seattle. Yes, yes, that looks good too. I forgot about that. Yep. Yes. Yeah. He's so I'm not even playing that. Too. Yeah. I like that. That's play great. Yeah. It's a good find. Uh, I wish he was on here? the, I wish he was on the top power play unit, but I, yeah, that's, that's the one that. thing. That, that's the one thing that kind of hurts him, but he looks really good there. And the other one, sorry, one more is Kadri goal. Looks really good at plus mm-hmm. 200. He's three out of five against them. He scored both games this, this year against them. And he's been relatively hot recently. So, like I said, I kind of like this game a lot. There's a lot, a lot of good angles with his yeah. start and like recent form that, and great numbers value wise. So, Kadri over half a point in each of his five matchups for Seattle. Yeah, I mean that's a great parlay piece at minus one fifty for him. That is, yep. Like, I mean that's stupid. Maybe him with Teravine and like you said earlier, that that might be. A Ooh. I mean, that's got to be close to plus 200 odds then. Yep. Or, I mean, it probably is plus yep. 200, 200, 220. I like that a lot. Um, close your eyes and picture us talking about this matchup at the beginning of the season or preseason and somebody telling you that in January, near the end of January, Flames playing in Seattle, Flames money line would be plus 100. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you would say I would take that ten out of ten times, right? Uh, <laughs> but I don't hate it. No, you're you're right. Seattle's been worse at home too. And yep. look, Jones, who's been confirmed as a starter, he did have a great game, but it was against Vancouver, who came off a back to back. And his last two before that, he allowed three and he allowed five to New Jersey and Edmonton. So, and then even the game before that, he logged five to Chicago. So the more I look at that, yeah, Betsky, you're not, you're not wrong here. That could be, it could be a play. I mean, it almost feels like a trap that it feels like a major trap. It's just because of Seattle's recent form and everybody, you know, but yeah, I I think this is going to be, 
this is going to be a tight game. I, I don't I don't think it's going to be like a blowout either way. I think it's going to be almost like a playoff type game here. So should yeah. be it should be a good game regardless. Yeah, no, I, I might hop on that Calgary money line two bets. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, all right, anything else here before we get into the last game? Uh, I just found Burkowski has a point in eight of his last ten. I don't know where his lines at though. Was that nobody mentioned that right? No. Minus one twenty ish. Yeah, it's yeah, minus one twenty eight. Yeah. He's only two out of five against Calgary, too. Yeah, I yeah, mean, but I mean that's not, back not in Columbus that always, days. Yeah, not that that always means everything. So. And and one of those was this year. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's one of two this year, so. Which I think matters a lot more than Columbus of last year playing against Calgary of last year, where he has three games and it only hit once. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe maybe if things hit early, I, I may <laughs> see if I can combo that. See what the like, bankroll looks like. Heading well, into yeah, the especially because especially because yeah. for this next game we're about to talk about, you can probably take half of the top six of uh, Vancouver to smash it with. Yep. So that's a great segue. Let's get into this one: Columbus at Vancouver. Columbus coming off a shocking win in Edmonton. Um, Vancouver here uh, lost their most recent game. Uh, but before we get into this, too, Betsky had mentioned before you want to talk about Rick Tockett. Oh, so man. the floor yep. is yours here. I'll give you your <laughs> two minute rant. I I didn't full disclosure did not watch both of the Tockett led games yet. Um, of course, the team came out strong game one and and spanked a terrible team. Uh, I don't think that was surprising to anybody. And I rode their money line the next night because it was plus money against Seattle, and I kind of liked the idea of them keep on riding with the uh, new coach and getting that new coach bump. And of course they laid a goose egg and it just kind of gave me PTSD of his days with the coyotes. Cause man, he's, he's got one, one trick and it's skate as fast as you can down the other side of the ice with the puck. Uh, it's a very, very North and South style game. Um, and if you don't, get the other team to make those mistakes. It's uh, his teams just haven't scored much in the past. Now he was a great as an assistant coach in Pittsburgh. Apparently he had some systems in play in Pittsburgh. Um, maybe he was trying to bring those to a coyotes team that it's best set forward was Clayton Keller, his first couple of years here. And that was when Keller was maybe a 50 point player instead of 70. Yep. Um, and so that lack of talent may have hurt that system he wanted to put in place. So I'm I'm really curious to see if the Canucks adopt to it uh, and can start running with it. This is another great matchup on paper for them. So I I mean I obviously like Vancouver to be able to get some goals tonight, but if if this goes south, <laughs> if they lose tonight and lose two out of three with their new coach. It's almost and a must-win game at this point. First, if you're your opponent agree. at home, this is this is almost a must-win game for Vancouver, and not like a OT win. This is a convincing win. Of yes, the locker rooms behind me, and we're at least heading in the right direction here of being able to put away bad teams. Yep. So, oh boy, 
Vancouver and regulation. <laughs> Add it to the card. Let's watch the chaos ensue. I mean, uh, minus one eighty on their money line just seems ridiculous. I know it's Columbus, but I what know the hell are we doing here? Minus one fifteen <laughs> and reg. Completely agree. I yeah. completely agree. It There's is no value. Such a it's no and regulation minus one game for them. Yeah, I'm gonna take but, that. I'm adding it to the card. I don't care. Okay. Well. Good luck, my friend. <laughs> if they if they lose, it's it's entertainment at that point. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. You so you're just seeing Canucks Twitter mission. just blow up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just tune into Spit and Picklets live and see how he <laughs> yeah. does. Yeah. Um. Over under it's seven here. Any thought on that? I mean, I. Uh, I, I this yeah. would be one I'd like to. Ju- <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to jump on this live. Uh, yeah, if we no goals. It. Yeah, it's a good yeah, point. No goals in the in the first couple like minutes. First ten or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you get like a six live or something like that, that wouldn't mm-hmm. be bad. Another thing I've been looking at when I like a game over when it's at this these ridiculous lines, whether it's a seven or like a six and a half minus one thirty or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't mind looking at the both teams to score in the first period. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, it tends to be like plus one twenty or plus one sixty, and it, I mean. These teams can both score. Both these goaltenders stink, especially if Merzlikens is starting. I see that he's projected, but I mean, come on. There, there's going to be goals here both ways, whether you like it or not. So I don't mind that here. If you, if you kind of as like a protection, you, you do, you take that pregame. And if you're, if it's only one nothing or nothing, nothing after the first period, then you can go for the full game over there live. So something to think about. Yeah, I'm going to pull up the first period stats right now, but um, let's get into player props here because there's a bunch that I had circled here, but I'll let you guys start uh, with that one. Um, one that I love that's a little bit off the, the beaten road and beaten path is uh, Patrick Line point or power play point for plus 190. It's actually not bad, plus 190. And yeah. Vancouver's power play or penalty is awful. It's the worst in the league. Is it still is it still the worst? I, I believe so. No, I, I couldn't believe that it's like it plus <laughs> it's probably more than his goal. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty yeah, second in the league. Franco, you want the good news or the I mean it's, it doesn't look good in the last five games in the first period. Um Columbus has gone under in four of them. And hmm. the last five games for Vancouver, uh they've gone one, two, and two. So the overs had in only one of those games. Um, Interesting. Okay, so road. maybe it is yeah. just a wait then. Maybe it's just a wait and see then. Yeah. I mean, grab out of that. Yeah, so I just pulled up those stats. But yeah. Uh, go. Sorry, go ahead, Betsky. You said uh, line A power play point? Yeah, line A power point, play point for plus 190. Um, worst PK in the league. He's been hot lately. He's been shooting a shite ton. Um, I mean, you could do that or you could take his goal for plus... 160. Yeah, Vancouver's given up what three power plays in their last two games under Rick Tockett. Um, so he'll get at least three looks, which you figured he's bound to bury one. Um, yep. I actually like line A, uh, for shots here tonight. He's gone over in three and four of his last five here, but on the road too, he's hit in his last four as well. Uh, matchup wise. He hasn't played. I don't see any historical data matchup wise, but I do like line A shots on goal here tonight as well. Yeah, and get and Vancouver gives up shots to right wingers, so that's that's another piece I like. The a fourth lot. most, yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, another one I like is Goudreau. 
uh, shots as well. I don't know if you guys like him as well. He he is pretty good historic against them. So I I think I've been getting burned on leaning too heavy into like historic plays. Yeah. I don't know what to think about them anymore. Some, well, it's, some guys, it's, it's yeah, just some guys tr- it matters like completely. Yeah, Kessel, right? like, Kessel versus Kyle, the Sharks. Kyle or Connor. Kyle every Connor time I see, uh, yeah, every time <laughs> I see uh, Griffey tweet that out, I laugh. He's like, that's funny. But, but um, yeah, yeah but other, so guy, other guys, I'm not. I have another guy. I, I mean, for Goudreau, it's it's also been his recent form. I mean, I yes, mean, I he agree there. He hasn't been necessarily hitting every game, but the volume has been insane for a, th- a two and a half line. So five, six. I, Six, I mean, six, he's averaging six point yeah. eight shots his last five. It's ridiculous, and and the Edmonton game he should have gotten there. There was one towards the end of that game that was a little close. I don't know what happened there, but I I think he's due for some regression towards hitting, starting to hit these lines more consistently with the way he's shooting recently. I think he's kind of getting a little bit more confident right now. Yeah, yeah. I have a I like Boone Jenner tonight over two and a half uh, on the road. He's hitting four of his last five here. His attempts have been decent six nine seven five seven. And then I know we talked about historical data, but he has hit uh, in his last two games against Vancouver, recording three and four shots on goal. So um, now I did take Jenner yesterday and got or two days ago and did did miss, but I. <laughs> clearly like that look because he has mm-hmm. been great lately and if anything that gives me more confidence in him tonight because he did me dirty two days ago <laughs> yeah and then obviously um another guy jt miller here hit four of his last five at homes um his attempts have been solid he's actually been pretty good with the shooting percentage last game against chicago he went five for five um, and historically, looking at this too, he's gone over in his last two games against Columbus. So I don't know what your guys' thoughts were that, or if you had more props you wanted to bring up. I like him. I just wish his number was a little bit more bettable. He's like only you can only really parlay him. But you, I was hoping to get a little more of a discount with him um, putting up only one against Seattle. But that that's like that's a good sign, you know. Seattle's really stingy against against shots, so. He, you know, if you almost void that one out, he's been on fire recently. Minus 147 is the best line on him at yeah. Caesars. It's so it's a little tough for me. Yeah, that, that could be it's that's a parlay piece, though, for sure. That's not crazy. Yep. So I definitely don't hate that, especially um in that late game, if you can kind of put together a nice piece. But uh any other thoughts on that game, or you guys good? Um Kazmenko was a great piece for a while, but now they 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 did him dirty and he's juiced up. Um, one uh, Garland's been responding really well to talk. I was gonna say Garland, I like a lot right here. Three games in a row with a point, and he's minus one ten. It's kind of ridiculous. He's playing with Miller on yep. the third line, but I I think talk it at least in Arizona, and this could have been a talent issue, <laughs> but he ran he ran three lines pretty similarly minute wise, obviously you get power play time, but um, he doesn't try to like load up top lines and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what about I mean, he's, he's been good. He's been good recently. So. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anything else or you guys good with tonight's slate? I think, I think that's. Yeah. I think that's good. pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Well, that was January 27th slate. Um, Betsky, do you want to shout out your socials? Sure. Yeah. I'm on uh, Twitter at Gretzky Betsky's. Awesome. Franco. And I'm on Twitter at Franco the Banker. Awesome. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Gator Betting. Uh, This has been another episode of Expected Bets 4. Thanks for listening.